0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, August 23rd, 2015. Classic hits two, turn, turn, turn. Please note that due to some technical problems with the audio recording, Pastor Kerry's voice does not come through very loud during this recording. We apologize that the recording is not as clear
1: as it should be. And good hmm. morning,
0: Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones.
1: As we explore the seasons of life, I pray that we would be changed and transformed by your Word found in Scripture. I pray this in Jesus' name, and everybody gathered said, Amen. "Amen." All right. So I'm just a little curious, how many people have heard that song, "Turn Turn Turn"? All right. I, I'm really relieved. We're relieved about that because our daughter Devin said and dad, where do you get these songs? (laughs) Wow. Boy, oh boy. Well, turn, turn, turn to everything. There is a season. It was written in the late 1950s, which is a long time ago. American folk singer and activist Pete Seeger wrote it. He also wrote a few other songs. bare
0: all the flowers gone no turn back sing wow right. Good. you got that one all right here's another song where did you get all these songs no Wait a minute, H- Hannah's looking at you even more askance than Devin did. These people are old. All right,
1: admit it. Real old. Now Turn 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 was recorded first by Pete I listened to
0: that version. It was not my favorite. But then (laughs) That's why it wasn't the hit. (laughs)
1: That's right. The world record of any songs top billboard hit. it has the oldest lyrics. Because the lyrics were found, they were written like third century BC <laughs> in the Bible.
0: There you go. To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, 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 and a time to every purpose under heaven. Time to be born, time to die, time to plant time to reap, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to laugh, a time to weep.
1: Enjoy and celebrate and even embrace the seasons of life that are very, very tough. And if we're not careful, we will just wish our days away if we don't pay attention to what
0: season we're in. So it's very... Hard for many of us to live in the season especially in the moment uh, to focus on the now to enjoy the now to celebrate the now all too often we're either looking back or looking forward rather than celebrating right now how often do we nostalgically look back at the good old days the good old days you know and and you know often though we 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 tend to remember the good while we're able somehow to suppress what wasn't so good all right well if we're not remembering the past. no hold on yeah childbirth oh, oh, like this is a crucial I part here i remember it this like childbirth so
1: like you go through it the first time and it's like oh my never again <laughs> and then you do it again and then
0: And so we didn't have any more kids. <laughs> but actually what she said was, actually yeah, that was, give me the drugs. You know, the first three were that natural childbirth. And Shani said, what was I thinking those first three times? I must have been crazy. You know, God allows us, isn't it miraculous though, when you have a really traumatic, and somehow God um, oftentimes, you don't remember just how bad. And I think that's a protection for us you know, we'd have a whole lot less babies around if, uh, <laughs> if that didn't happen. You know, we have that selective memory when it comes to the past a lot of times. Uh, but, you know, what that causes all too often the past is a whole lot gooder than we remember when we think about the good old days.
1: Reality.
0: Mm. and so the challenge with spending our time in the past and the future is this, that the now if we're not careful gets lost in the shuffle we minimize the now we, we don't fully appreciate the now we, we don't experience the now for all we can it's, you know, it's important for us to remember today is the tomorrow that we dreamed about yesterday I, uh, <laughs> when my kids were growing up Every day, I'd walk them up to the bus, and I'd say, are you ready? And they knew what I was going to say next, because they'd heard it. Yeah, Dad, we're ready. Are you ready for the greatest day of your life? Yes, Dad, we're ready, because it's here. You know, yesterday's a canceled check. We know, Dad. And and it's over and done. It's canceled. Tomorrow's a promissory note. We might never come. Today is cash. (laughs) Spend it wisely. Oh, we know, Dad. Let it go. <laughs> they can tell it to you today, because today is cash, and we do need to spend it wisely.
1: Today is the only day, right now, it's the only day, the only time we are for certain. And in fact, it is a gift. You know, right now, at this point in time, you are experiencing a gift. A gift from God to be
0: able to be uh, here, listening to us. Listening to Carrie preach.
1: Yeah. out of Scripture. That one is Psalm 118. Today is a part of a season of life. You are in the midst of it, and seasons change. They change from one time to the next. There's a Christian comedian, his name is Mark Lowry, and he says that his favorite words in Scripture are, um, and it And it came to pass in the King James Version of Scripture. So what is that all about? And it came to pass. Well, it doesn't say, and it came to stay. It came to pass. So, whatever we're experiencing, whatever season we're in, whether it's good or not so good, it will
0: pass. And again, though, our challenge um, at times is to be able to focus on the current season, to be able to glean something from the current season, to grab all the gusto we can from the current season, even if that season is not a season that that we would have wished for. Keep in mind the words of the song and the words of Solomon, Ecclesiastes 3, to everything there is a season and a time and a purpose under heaven. We might not like the season, we might not like the time or the purpose, but God can use that season for good, and God can, can help us somehow find blessing in it, even when the season seems anything but blessed. <laughs> Picture there. Carrie and I first met, it was just about at this time of the year, it was in early September, school, 1971. Wow, that's like 44 years ago. Well, that must have been elementary school. That couldn't have been high school, but uh, 44 years ago, 10th grade, 12th grade, and a year later we started dating. So that's what, 43 years of dating, and five years, five some years later, we got married. So we've known each other distantly, closer and closer and closer over a long, long period of time, and so we've experienced a lot of seasons of life together. And sometimes we were experienced the same season, and sometimes our seasons were very different. Some of our seasons, we wouldn't trade for anything. And some of our seasons as we were going for them, we would have gladly traded them for anything. And I think you all may know what we're talking about here. There were seasons where we were very far apart and seasons where we were very close together. But you know, when we look back, God has used all those seasons to bring us to where we are now, to make us who we are now, to allow us to share things that we share now that we wouldn't otherwise be able to share. And we wouldn't be able to share if it was just all those hunky-dory seasons. Do you know what I'm talking about here? The challenging seasons, in fact, are the seasons that have helped us grow the most as a couple and as uh, actually as pastors, those are the seasons that has helped us grow the most, you know. And, and God has been able to uh, find blessing and help us find blessing, even in the most challenging of those seasons, challenging as they were and have been.
1: And they will be.
0: And they will continue to be. Uh, he's working and he's paying us rent instead
1: of us paying his rent right now. <laughs> He'll be starting seminary next week and
0: um, that's his responsibility now, not ours. <laughs> amen and amen. <laughs> but for 34 years, 34 years, we've been responsible for... Oh.
1: And it's all, it's all good. But there are times um, in these 34 years, uh, in this new season, it's a challenge for us to kind of figure out what this time is all about and what, how to approach it and how to focus on it and what to focus on and, and to celebrate. And while we still have responsibility towards our kids, that responsibility has changed
0: because they're adults and now we have a responsibility to the grandkids you know five beautiful glorious god-given gifts (laughs) oh part of this season that we definitely tune into focus on celebrate and then the question is how can we be the best grandparents that we can be what does what's that even look like we've been doing it for seven years but they keep coming along so it keeps expanding the possibilities now we've got them here, we've got them in Houston, they're all over the place. How can, what does it look like? What, what does it mean? How is God calling us to use this season to be a part of their lives? You know, how can, how's grandparenting different than parenting other than spoiling them to pieces and then sending them on home? Yeah. What do we need to learn? Time of love, time of hate, time of war, time of peace, time you may embrace. A time to refrain from embracing.
1: Was full and very, very busy with young kids, although (laughs) we often find ourselves doing just that. And it's not a time to wonder what the future holds as we get older and all of the challenges that are before us associated with uh, getting older, but at times we do that too. It is a time to focus on our current season. To do the things that we've been putting off, like going on a cruise in November because we just finished all of our college payments. It's a time to get uh, creative, reacquainted, a time to enjoy our children as adults. It's really different. It's really kind of hard sometimes, but adults and their children as kids, it's a time to reflect on the past, consider the future, but embrace the now and focus on our current season. What God's calling us to do, what God is asking us to do in this season right here,
0: right now. So here's the question for the day. What about you? What season are you in? Have you have you been there for a while? Uh, do you expect it to change soon? Is it a season you're able to celebrate and enjoy? Are you stuck in that season and not listening as God's trying to move you to another season? Are you hoping for a change of season that just can't happen too soon? Are you and your partner in the same season of life? And if not, how are you dealing with that challenge? Are you talking? Are you praying together? Are you, if necessary, seeking professional help with it? You know, because we've been through all those seasons and we've talked and we've prayed and we've Uh, taking advantage of professional help at the times that we've needed it. We encourage you to do the same again as needed. And in the midst of everything, are you able to to call on the Lord and to thank the Lord for the season you're in, even if it's a challenging season, thank him for the season you're in to seek God's strength in dealing with the current season. Uh, to just maybe just share with God what's going on with you in this season of your life.
1: that season of yes, accepting the relationship that God has to offer us. And then that next season in our relationship with God where we kind of walk it out and we grow closer and learn more about God and maybe our toes get stepped on some by the Holy Spirit and these seasons where it's a development of the relationship with God. There are lots of seasons
0: in our relationship. Yeah, as we go along those other seasons, sometimes we have seasons where we pull away from God, you know, for one reason or another, often often because we feel that God let us down. Or, or it might just be because we got lazy and we weren't willing to put into the relationship the time and energy it takes because every relationship, every relationship of value takes time and energy and especially the relationship we have with God. So maybe we just got lazy and quit putting it into that relationship, and as a result, we ended up in a season of distance from God. And then there are seasons when we're especially close to God, and that may be because we're feeling blessed by God, or maybe because we feel like we need a blessing from God. We get especially close. Then there are seasons when we feel God's presence or God's calling to us in some kind of a special way or circumstance, maybe a, a, a season of service or a season of Witness, a season of caring, a season of of even giving, all different kinds of seasons.
1: The praise team gathers every Thursday night for a couple of hours. distraction from the connection with God. Focusing on God. From enjoying the season that God has given us. And in fact, that busyness can be so um, present in our lives that we don't even know what season we find ourselves in. All too often, uh, the season kind of passes us by and we have little appreciation for it. Uh, We don't deal with it if it's a season,
0: or we don't celebrate it when it's a good season. You know, all too often when we are busy, we we just can't wait to get to the next season, hoping maybe it'll slow things down. Maybe that season will take something off of our plate, maybe it'll give us a chance to breathe. Maybe you feel that right now. Unfortunately, a change of season doesn't always change the pace of life. Only we can do that. But it's important to do if we hope to, to focus on where we're at at the moment, take a little time with where we're at, focus on what God has placed before us, focus on the season that we're in that God has given us now. Now, it's important to take time to smell the flowers because once the season is over, it's gone. And we don't get it back.
1: to share this today. A number of years ago, at a pretty young age, she received a diagnosis of celiac disease. It's a digestive disease that um, really is, is tough to live with and it causes a lot of weight loss. In fact, it really changed the season of her life at a certain period of On Friday night at 11.32 p.m., she posted something very special on Facebook, and we'd like to share that with you now. She wrote, if you asked me when I was 18 years old if I would ever be submitting my final college portfolio, I would have responded with a resounding, not a chance. I remember being 18 years old and 75 pounds, and remember blacking out (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> So last night, we joined her and her family and friends to celebrate her graduation with a BS degree in special ed, and um, to join with her what God has done. But during a certain season in her life, she really uh, wondered if she would even make it to the next season. Such a wise young woman a witness to us hmm.
0: sure. and so we again ask what about you? Are are you drawing closer to God as you seek his help during those challenging seasons of life? Are you seeking God's purpos- purpose regardless of the season? And you know the last line of that song a, a Time for Peace I swear it's not too late Pete Seeger was thinking of peace in terms of world peace, peace, war, that kind of a peace, but we can shift it. Are, are you seeking God's peace? It's important to have that peace in the midst of living out the seasons of life. All the seasons have their challenges, and some will have more challenges than others, as you well know. And there's some seasons you'll wish would never end, and, and some you wonder if they ever will. <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't often don't get to pick the seasons, and we often don't Don't get to choose how long those seasons are going to last. But we can determine, and it's up to us to determine, how we're going to deal with the season, just like this young lady did. How we'll approach the season, how we'll celebrate or denigrate the season. It's up to us. It's through God and God alone that we can find the peace that we need for all seasons. It's through God and God alone that we find peace in the midst of turmoil and trouble, that we find peace in the midst of harm and hatred, that we find peace in the midst of sin and sadness. It's through God and God alone that we find the peace that Scripture tells us, the peace that passes all understanding. You know, if we, if we thought rationally about it, we shouldn't be at peace. When we look at the world around us, we think, how can I possibly be at peace? That's why they call it the peace that passes all understanding in God and God alone can give us that peace. If we're open, if we allow God to bring that peace to us, because we can certainly block it if we choose. God brings the peace that allows us to tolerate even the most challenging of seasons, brings us the peace that allows us to even appreciate and possibly even celebrate what those challenging seasons of life are bring to us.